Welcome to TR Talks, where your hosts, Team Raj Paul, talks everything residential real estate in Toronto and the GTA, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, rental management, an unfiltered conversation with industry experts, helping you stay up to date with the market. Hello, everybody. This is Gita with Team Raj Paul, and I have a surprise for you because on the other end, I have none other than Xerxes Barucha. That is right on the line, not sitting with me, but sitting in the comfort of his home. Xerxes, I know most people already know, but why are you sitting at home? Did you want to share? Well, until three minutes ago, I was still on paternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'd say more like 10, 15 minutes. But yes, you were on paternity leave, but I didn't really know what that meant. So you needed to be on this call. Don't worry, when I go back on paternity leave in 20 minutes, I'll explain to you what it'd be. <laughs> you do that. And you know, the only reason you're on the call today is because Nick and Rajiv are checking out another pre-construction project out in Mississauga. And, you know, don't in feel fact, bad. Rajiv is also showing one of my clients some properties this afternoon, which is exciting. It is exciting. So you're very welcome. How's it going before we get right into market stats for February? I hear you stepped out today, the three of you. Yes, me and my daughter and my wife, we went out for our first family breakfast this morning. Okay, you just said you just said my daughter. Does it feel weird when you're saying that? It does. It does. (laughs) In a great way, though. Yeah, apparently I'm now responsible for things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. More than just your clients, you know? And yourself. So, okay. So are you ready to do this? I'm definitely ready to do this. It's a nice distraction. You're not too rusty, are you? I am not rusty, please. Okay, great. So we want to talk about February stats. So we do this once a month. Want to talk about the monthly stats, where things stand, putting things in perspective, A, from a year over year basis, but also just from month to month and where things are at, regardless of whether you're a buyer, seller, investor, and, you know, even a tenant, depending on the stats we're talking about. So February, we've got in February, 2023, we had a total of 4,783 homes that sold. And compared to last year, the same month, which was, again, a crazy month in real estate, it's just about 50% of the sales from February 2022. In terms of average price point, and actually even before the price point, I will put it in perspective and say when we compare February numbers to the month prior, January total number of sales were 3,100. So logical that they would be a little lower than February because it's just the first month of the year. But very encouraging for a lot of people to see that there's an upward trend in terms of sales. Yeah. No, it's definitely, it's moving in the right direction, 100%. Yeah. And as we can see, you know, right on the ground, so putting aside media reports, active market with a lot of multiple offer scenarios, particularly for townhomes and semis. And this is pretty much across the board, across the GTA. Price point wise, average price for February is sitting just under a million at a million ninety five thousand six hundred and seventeen. 
Yes, significantly lower when we're comparing to February 2022, which was at 1,334,062. But it's again, it's perspective. When you take that entire year, February was like at the peak for all of 2022. But when you average it out for the entire year, it was just over 1.1 million, unless I'm a little off with that number for 2022 and for the average across the, for the whole year. And right now we're sitting at a million 95. January, the average price was a million 38. So everything, like you said, is trending in the right direction. A hundred percent. And, you know, prices are staying stable from January to now. I do think the Canadian government's announcement of holding the rates is going to have a positive impact. Just down the road from me, a builder did a launch this morning, Gita, Mm -hmm. and people lined up last night. Really? Yeah. I have pictures of people lining up last night. Someone sent them over. My neighbor sent them over to me. And wow. This is here in, if for detached homes, by the way. This is not for townhouses. This is not for semis. This is for detached homes. And the starting price is around 1.3 in Durham region. So just to show you where the pent-up demand is. And keep in mind, these houses are going to be ready later in the fall or beginning of next year when everyone is speculating that rates are going to start easing off at that point. But, you know, that's where the demand is with these price points. Like, I would say anything under the 1.5 mark. And now we're even seeing some properties over the 1.5, but anything up to the 1.5 mark is getting a lot of attention. The other day, another client of ours, they put in an offer on a house up in Aurora, and there were four offers on the property, three or four offers on the property. So, and that was a detached home. So it's definitely getting, you know, traction. It is. And I think what happens is a lot of times when we're speaking, well, and depending on who you're speaking to, now you've got, you're speaking to buyers and they're like, I'm, you know, looking for that deal. But very often what they're not realizing is the deal in their head, they're looking at, okay, well, there was something that was available for 1.7 back in February, 2022. I am now expecting to pay 1.2 for that. But that's not where the gap is. That's not where that drop has happened, though definitely the softening in prices has been more so for detached double car garage homes, the larger ones. But it is not as significant as the media makes it out to be. I think that price points by and large have been fairly strong. And what we found is for the million dollar price point. So the share of sales below the million dollars was 57% in February of this year versus 38% a year earlier. And so basically meaning that a year earlier, you were seeing every single home type with, you know, the lion's share of sales and right from townhomes up to detached double car garage, like they were just all go. And what we're seeing now, January, February, a lot of activity picking up for towns and semis, kind of leading in and edging its way into the detached single car garage homes. But then for those double car garage homes, again, depending on size and price point, that's where there's still a little bit more opportunity. But you mentioned, you know, something you were putting in an offer, four offers in Aurora. How big was that home? Was it a double car garage? Yeah, that was a double car detached. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, you're talking about the 20, 24, 2500 square foot type of house. So very typical suburban family sized home. And so we are seeing it pick up. I mean, part of this is being there have been so many people on the sidelines, Gita. We've been talking about it. You know, the number of clients we've been talking to over the last year who are like, well, I kind of want to see what happens, you know, and everybody's been on those sidelines waiting to see what happens. I think when there is uncertainty in the market, people want to just kind of stay put. They don't want to rock the boat unnecessarily. And we fully understand that. And, you know, I think the whole real estate industry in, in the GTA saw that. But having said that, I think now it's like, okay, well, the Canadian government is saying, okay, let's hold off on increasing any rates. You know, we're starting to see inflation starting to move downwards. I think people have readjusted price points in their minds. And so when that happens, typically consumer confidence picks up. And when consumer confidence picks up, demand picks up. There's also that upward pressure from the rental market, right? And I just want to touch on that for just one second here. If we look, I mean, the average rental from Q4 2021 to Q4 2022 has gone up 20% for a one-bedroom apartment almost. That means going up from $2,100 to $2,500. It's insane. It really is. And I'm saying that it is what it is and it's good. But is it because there is a part of me and I'm going to be perfectly honest, it's a part of me that is saying like, this is such a challenge for, I mean, I'm going off onto a different tangent, but it is such a challenge for tenants and, you know, people that are just trying to get into the market. That being said, if you're taking that and now those same tenants are saying, wait a minute, if this is what I'm going to be paying and I'm not even going to own it, all of a sudden we're finding a lot of those people saying, I want to jump in to the buying market. And that's exactly it. Like $2,500 with the 20% down payment is equivalent at today's interest rates of a $550,000 purchase. That's what it represents. So, I mean, it's not a small amount of money. And that jump of a 20% increase, it's a huge number. And just on the other side of it, we've seen a 20% decrease in the same timeline of the apartment rentals available. So when you're looking at that upward pressure, and now we're seeing, okay, people just coming into the market and upgrading, you're going to start seeing what I mean, based on the way things are going, assuming there's no massive changes or interventions that come into play, you're going to see a fairly healthy market this year. We're definitely seeing signs of it. We're definitely seeing movement. And so the rental market really speaks volumes. I mean, I've been saying this for years. Always look at the rental market to get a sneak peek as to what the market is doing or will be doing in the near future. We're also seeing, I mean, just to give you an idea, Office lease rates from a commercial angle have gone up 10%. Yes. So, you know, I'm seeing that too. And, you know, industrial lease rates have gone up 30%. So we're seeing that sector move into a very healthy zone and coming back from, you know, we were talking about this a couple of years ago, this exodus out of Toronto. Well, things are changing and the numbers are showing that. For sure. And I think one other number important to mention is average days on market or average yeah. property days on market. And I think that, you know, where uh, sellers definitely find a little bit of that switch in a mindset 
is it's not, oh, list today and gone tomorrow. I guess other than, you know, these smaller homes, which we're seeing that again. But for the most part, you're finding that the average days are now 33 days in the market. And it's just getting readjusted. Like you said, they're getting readjusted to new price points, but you're also readjusting to a new timeline. Like you are going to have to be a little bit more patient, especially with the larger homes to see that movement happening. But I think Xerxes, it might be beneficial to, sorry, that's me knocking off on this mic, but looking into the numbers as you break it down by house type on the stats for February, because again, it puts things in perspective. We're taking that average price of just under a million one, but now if you break it up, that obviously is going from condos right up to detached homes. So looking at detached homes in the 416 area code, your average price point today is sitting at a million seven hundred and twelve. For 905, it's at a million three fifty seven. Do you remember how in 2022, early 2022, 905 detached price points were like, you know, they were up at 1819. They were almost higher than the 416 numbers. That's how yeah. crazy it got. In terms of, so semi-detached homes at a million two eighty for the 416 or the Toronto area, and then 950,000 in the 905. But what's interesting is how the townhomes are creeping up price point wise to match semis. So the average price point in the 905 region for towns is 917,000 and change. And then condos, the overall, so for the 416 where you have the bulk of the condos in Toronto, the average price point 728,000 and change. And then in 905, 662,000 and change. That kind of is that sweet spot for investors as well. A hundred percent. And like those condos are hovering around 12% almost of a decrease. But there's one piece here, Gita, that I'm just staggered by. And that's the total number of new listings coming on the market. And year over year, from February 2022 to February 2023, there was a 41% decrease. So supply has gone down 41% with regards to new listings coming on the market. That mixed with the news of the interest rates and, you know, getting into this time of year. I mean, we've been saying this for years where, you know, sell when you need to sell. Don't wait for a quote-unquote spring market. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's something that's been such a miss. There's not been a spring market in Toronto for the last 10 years. I mean, every day is a spring market. But You know, that mixed with this time of year where people sort of come out of hibernation, people want to go out and about before find a new home for the new school year. This is going to be a very interesting number to keep an eye on because with that lack of inventory, it'll be like a switch. It'll be like this market just went from off to on in no time at all. And we being in the business are seeing it coming. You know, we look at these numbers every single day and we see this coming, but not with a long runway, I might add. For buyers and sellers or people who are contemplating, you know, oh, I'm thinking of moving this year. Well, 
make sure you pay attention, like read into the actual facts, not what the media or the, you know, people are giving you their opinions, form your own opinions by looking at the facts. And me looking at a number where there's 41% less inventory on the market, that tells me everything I need to know about what this is signaling. Obviously, we need to look at it as a trend. It's not just one point in time, but that will tell me a lot. For sure. And then as always, we know with this limited supply, I mean, what is going to make some difference is, you know, the all the three levels of government, of course, announce their policies to enhance or increase the housing supply. And with one of those goals being from the city to help with, you know, the duplexes, the triplexes and and having all of those be approved for building all across the GTA but that being said, that's not something that people have just been sitting on the sideline. Well, some have, but waiting to jump on it. And now they're in construction mode and that is all happening. It's going to take time and that's going to take time. But the number of people coming to the GTA or Ontario, or even at large into the country is not dependent on that. They're not sitting in their countries waiting to see when these new properties are going to become available. They're just going to show up. So, you know, Putting all of that into perspective is knowing, okay, that's happening, but we also now know that there's going to be another policy debate because now in June, is it in June that the um, we've got the mayor's um, job coming up again? So that's going to happen, and then this is going to be front and center again. The housing policy and everything to do with housing is going to be the talk of all of those debates once again. But as I said, people coming in, that's not stopping We've got to keep looking at resale. We're looking at, well, you've already told us about how lineups are starting for pre-construction. And I think it's a little bit different, again, on another note, pre-construction for condos, pre-construction for housing, low rise is a little bit different. So there will be options, I think, for everybody considering getting into the market, but it's just making sure you're weighing your options and taking a look at the trends knowing what the data is saying, and of course, reaching out to us to understand us or your real estate professionals to understand where you sit in the market. 100%. And never hesitate to reach out. At the end of the day, this is not a small purchase. No matter how, whatever it is, it's not a small purchase. Make sure you have the facts so that you are an educated buyer or seller going into this market. It is not a very straightforward market. We Even the numbers we've been giving you today are predominantly averages. So, you know, it can be Averages can, you know, work for you, work against you. At the end of the day, make sure you, for your specific home or your specific needs or wants, get a very clear where the market at. Yes. And so please do follow and share this podcast with your family and friends. Comment, ask questions and make requests on topics you'd like us to cover. 100%. Okay. Well, so till the next well, time. Thank you for <laughs> getting me back on here, Gita. I know the intention is to keep you coming back to the podcast. I can't even tell you Xerxes. I got like 89 emails and they're all like, where's Xerxes? We want to hear him back on the podcast. How come we don't see him on social media? All we get to see is Gita's face. And then once in a while, some of the other team members are thrown in there. And definitely they're wondering about why you're not door knocking like the rest of the team, you know, you know. I'm just saying. Me, I appreciate the ego boost. And if I were to convey this <laughs> ego boost, 
Melanie saying, sorry, I'm going back to work, I think she'll know who to yell at. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's not very nice to say about Candace. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, on well, that note. thank you very much for having me it, on. Looking forward to being back in the office. Yes, soon. not as a guest. Not as a guest. No. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Bye. See you later. Take care. Bye.